Hello everyone, this is Sarah with Cornfed Witch, and I'm here to talk about witchcraft and being basically awesome for the next 20 or 30 minutes here. I am going to give my sources at the beginning just to get that out of the way. I'm going to be relying on basically wikipedia.com, which is a website kind of like Wikipedia, and Biddy Tarot which is another website, and of course, Cunningham's Encyclopedias of Crystals, Gems, Metal Magic, and Encyclopedia Magical Herbs for our correspondences of the week. Now, I am going to do the elements today. It's going to be an overview. I'm going to go into what each of the elements, earth, air, fire, water, and spirit mean. We, I had mentioned them before when we talked about invoking the quarters during the invocation and evocation episode. They are pretty important. Everything is compressed is comprised of elements, and these are of course different than the. They are different than the periodic table, and. Along with the elements, I'm also going to briefly touch on how you can like use the pentagram on in your invocation. So everything on the earth is comprised of at least one or more of these five elements. So let's begin. Let's start with earth because that is the basis of pretty much everything. Now, Earth is symbolized by an upside-down triangle with, with a line going through the bottom half of that. It does tend to be feminine, if that, if that makes a difference to you. So, Earth. It's usually called from the north. It's considered cool and dry and associated with the melancholic temperament. It represents a solid state of matter. It corresponds to the physical part of ourselves, our physical body, and rules the elder stage of life. The element of earth rules the intestines. It also rules the winter and the night. It represents a sense of touch in all physical, practical, material things, including money, crops, livestock, the home, property, family, career, investments, savings. The alchemical, alchemical mineral associated with the earth is salt, which we discussed before. Other minerals associated with the element of earth are halite, a.k.a. salt, which is interesting that they, re re they were redundant, granite, jasper, emerald, jade, malachite, hematite, lead, ochre, is usually considered feminine in nature which I just mentioned. Colors associated with the element of earth include green or brown. The element of earth is associated with old age or maturity, the winter, nighttime, and the winter solstice. The best time to perform spells associated with the element of earth is when the moon is in one of the earth signs, Capricorn, Ports, or Virgo. Symbols of the element of earth include soil, the pentacle, cattle. Herbs associated with the element of earth include apple, bistort, comfrey, cypress, fern, all grains, 
all grasses, honeysuckle, boarhound, ivy, magnolia, mugwort, narcissist, oak, I'm sorry, oak, oak moss, primrose, rhubarb, ravine, and vetiver. And of course, there's many, many more. Those are just examples of the common ones. Now, to invoke earth, like if you want to use your athame, which I will discuss in the magical tools episode I have planned, or you can use your finger or your wand or what have you. So to invoke earth, you want to start at the top. Oh, this is, we're envisioning uh, an upright pentagram for each of these examples. So you'll start at the beginning, at the top, which is spirit. So earth, I'm sorry, let me back up. In, the, in relation to the points of the pentacle, or the pentagram, the earth is in the lower left-hand side. So to invoke earth, you want to call forth. Let me, let me double check something. I am waiting for something to load on my computer. I'm sorry. All right. Sorry about that. I had something loaded on my computer that was kind of making it slow. So to invoke Earth, you want to start at the top at Spirit, and you want to go towards the lower left-hand corner, and then up across down and then back up the spirit like you're drawing a star and then to banish or banish you start at earth you go up down to the left across to the right and back to earth make a star so that is how you invoke earth so let's move on. We are going to air. It's generally called from the east. The element of air is considered warm and moist and is associated with the sanguine temperament. It's generally considered either hermaphrodite or masculine in nature, which if that means and if you you use those, I try to be more trans inclusive. But we do have masculine and feminine in all of us. The element of air re represents a gaseous state of matter. It corresponds to our spirit our, and our breath and rules the infant stage of life. It rules the lungs and the sense of smell. The color yellow may be used to represent the element of air. And it rules the springtime and the dawn and the vernal equinox. It rules the breath, the voice, the speech eloquence, information, communication, networking, and intellect. In tarot, the element of air corresponds to the fool, the kings, and the suit of swords. Animals re that represent the element include songbirds, eagles, and hawks. The elemental spirit associated with the air is the sylph. In astrology, all signs include Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. I do want to briefly pause here because I don't think they mentioned this with Earth, but gnomes are associated with Earth. So back to air. 
the elemental tool of air is the dagger, which I have to double check that because I usually assume it has something to do with fire. So I don't necessarily think this is accurate, but I'll touch on that in the tools episode. I usually, ass well, other, this is interesting because it has both athme and wand associated with air, which is, I'm not sure that's right, but as sensor, which is used for incense, which is definitely correct. And minerals that correspond to the element of air include the metal mercury and holy stone, pitcher jasper, emerald jade, malachi, hematite, sapphire, citrine, smoky quartz, tourmaline, topaz, gold barrel, rhodonite, blue, chalcedony, lapis lazuli, amethyst paradigm, and carnelian, or carnelian. Plants that correspond to the element of air include acacia, almond, anise. Citron, peel, fragrances, gum, arabic, gum, benzoin, bergamot, lavender, lemon, verbena, lem lemongrass, mace, majorum, mastic, myrrh, pansy, parsley, peppermint, primrose, sage, star anise, vervain, violet, and yarrow. Incenses corresponds to the element of air include galbanum, sandalwood, and mallow. And so to invoke the earth... You want to do to do, do where'd it go? You want to go across to the left, down to the lower right, up towards spirit, down to the lower left, and then up to the right. Well the top right to invoke air, and then to banish it, you want to go across to the right, down to the lower left, up towards spirit, down to the lower right, and back up again. Alright, moving on to the element of fire. It's generally called from the south. It's considered warm and dry and is associated with the choleric temperament. It's active and penetrating, considered masculine in nature. The element of fire represents energy. The element of fire corresponds to our conception of birth and our very life force, the spark of life, also of inspiration. The element of fire rules the liver and the sense of sight. The color red may be used to represent the element of fire. It rules summer and the noontime. The element of fire rules our passions, inspiration, and life force, and the creative energy. In tarot, the element of fire corresponds to judgment, the knights, and the suit of wands. In animals, it, rep is, it represents the dragon, lion, and horse. And with elemental spirits, Associated with fire are the salamander engine in astrology. The fire signs include Sagittarius, Aries, and Leo. An elemental tool of the fire is most commonly identified as the wand. Others that correspond to the element of fire in some traditions include the sword, dagger, rod, staff, candle, tripod, lamp, and or sensor. 
Minerals that correspond to the element of fire tend to be red or brightly colored and are formed in fire and are associated with battle, passion, and fury. These include the metals, iron and gold, and the stones, fire opal, fire agate, ruby, obsidian, tiger eye, carnelian, and garnet, and amber. Plants that correspond to the element of fire often inherit their correspondences from Mars or the sun. These are often prickly, hot, and or protective in nature. They include allspice, angelica, basil, bay laurel, beech, buttercup, carnation, cedar, cinnamon, cloves, coriander, deer's tongue, dill, fennel, garlic, juniper, heliotrope, lime, marigold, mustard, nettles, nutmeg, red peppers, onion, orange, peppermint, red poppy, rose, geranium, rosemary, sassafras, sunflower, tangerine, tobacco, road, woodruff, Incense that correspond to the element of fire include olibanum and copal. Now, as for the symbols, I did skip over air. So I'm going to go ahead and give that to you and then give you the fire one. So air is an upright triangle with a line, horizontal line through it near the top. And fire is just an upright triangle. So let me go ahead and bring up the next element which is the fourth one but not our final one it's the element of water it's generally come from the west it's considered moist and cool it is associated with the phlegmatic temperament it's considered feminine in nature it represents the liquid state of matter it corresponds to maturity but also has some associations with death and rebirth element of water rules the heart and kidneys, blood, and the sense of taste. The color blue may be used to represent the element of water. It rules autumn and sunset. The element of water rules our emotions as well as our subconscious. In tarot, the elemental or the element of water corresponds to the hanged man, the queens, and the suit of cups. Animals that represent the element of water include the dolphin and the sea serpent, the seal, gold, and the fish. The element, the elemental spirits associated with water are the undines. In Australia, astrology, water signs include Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. The elemental tool of water is the chalice or the cauldron. Minerals that include that correspond to the elemental water include the metal, silver, and the stones: topaz, sapphire, lapis lazuli, chalcedony, amethyst, citrine. Plants that correspond to the element of water are usually juicy and refreshing or may grow near water. Plants that correspond to the planets Venus and the moon are often associated with the element of water. Some of these plants include apple blossom, calamus, chamomile, camphor, cardamom, catnip, cherry, coconut, comfrey, cucumber, elder, eucalyptus, fern, gardenia, heather, hyacinth, iris, jasmine, lemon, lemon balm, licorice, lilac, Lily, lotus, melon, moth, motherwort, orris, root, passionflower, seaweed, sandalwood, peach, longwort, rose, rush, spearmint, stephanotis, sweet pea, tansy, thyme, tonka bean, vanilla bean, violet, water lily, and incense that corresponds to the element of water include angling, myrrh, and ancha. And once again, I actually forgot to invoke. Fire, so do both fire and earth. 
or not earth, water. So with fire, it's in the lower right-hand corner. So you want to, and when you want to invoke it, you want to go from the spirit, the top, to the lower right. Then go to the right, I'm sorry, the left, then over to the right, and then down to the lower left, and back up. And to banish it, you go from the lower right, up to the top, down to the lower left, up to the right, across to the left, and then back to the lower right. Then for water, you start in the top left, go over to the top right, down to the lower left, up to the top of spirit, down to the lower right, and then up to the top right. And then to banish it, you go from the right over to the left, to the lower right, to up to the top, down to the lower right, I'm sorry, lower left, and then up to the upper right. So that's how you invoke and banish both fire and water. So on to our next one, which is spirit. It's kind of shorter. It's, it, it, it kind of depends on what, what tradition you follow. So it can, there can be discrepancies as with all magic texts, some can be more reliable than others. It's up to you to decide what fits for you. So it can't, this source is saying it's virtually identical to, to fire or ether. Um, ether is not something I'm going to be talking about. I'm not an expert on that. Because there's five main elements. So sometimes the spirit entities are referred to as the element of spirit in ritual. Sometimes it is magical energy that is being referred to. It's kind of like your... It's kind of like the energy. Just like the energy itself. The following stones symbolize spirit, diamond quartz, crystal, jet, and onyx. And I forgot the... I am all a mess today here. Um, I forgot the symbol of the water. The symbol for water is just an upside-down triangle. Now, for spirit, it's much different. It is a circle. You may see the, like, four lines. Four total lines, because it goes from top to the bottom of the circle, and then from left to right of the circle... Upper right to lower left, and then from upper left to lower right. Kind of resembles the Eightfold Path of Buddhism. Or like an anchor. Or you could just see it as it's just a circle. Now to invoke spirit, since it's the top, let me bring it back up here. So to spirit, depending on two, two, two. Da 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 da. I'm waiting for this. The load here. So there's there's spirit active and there's spirit pack passive. So both of them are they're they're different. I'm not going to go into the differences here because this is a little bit more advanced, but to invoke spirit active, you want to start in the lower right-hand corner, 
you want to go up to the top left, over to the top right, down to the lower left, and then up top at the, the top and then back down. And then to banish that, you start in the upper left, down to the lower right, up top, down to the lower left, to the upper right, and then to the left. Spirit passive, you start in the lower left, you go up to the upper right, go over to the left, down to the lower right, up top, then down to the lower left. That's how you invoke it. And then to banish it, you start in the upper right, go to the lower left, up top, down to the lower right, up to the upper left, and then over to the top right. Basically... You, when you banish anything, you do it reverse. Same with cats and circles. Now, my favorite element is water, just because I'm a Scorpio. And I'm kind of emotional. So now you have a, a foundation of what the elements correspond to. And everything in the universe is made out of these. People may have more earth in them. They may have more water in them, more fire, more air. A lot of people who have a lot of earth are really grounded. A lot of people who have a lot of air are really flighty or, or intelligent. More. They like to use their mind a lot. And then fire people can be passionate. And water people could be really emotional. Now, everyone has some sort of element, or all of the elements in them. Because all just in combination of different elements. One may just be more prevalent than the others. So now, I'm going to move on to my correspondences of the week. So for crystal or non-herb, I chose sulfur, is projective. This planet is the sun, the element of fire, its powers of protection and healing, and magical ritual lore. Sulfur, sulfur is a yellow mineral. When burned, it emits a powerful, familiar smell. This odor and its coloring has caused people to use it in magic for centuries. During the height of ceremonial magic, sulfur was often burned to drive off demons and devils. This was related to the concept that positive forces were attracted by sweet scents, while negative forces abhorred foul odors and would flee from them. Later, sulfur was burned as a magical fumigate to protect animals and dwellings from fascination or magical enslavement. Magical uses include it was prescribed until quite recently for colds, rheumatism, and bodily pain. It was usually placed in a small red bag and worn around the neck. Pieces of sulfur are also placed on the altar during protective rituals or in the home as a general magical ward. And for herb, I chose heliotrope, which I mentioned early in passing. Its folk names are cherry pie, tomso, hindicum. Its planet is the sun. The element is fire. Its deity is Apollo. Its powers include exorcism, prophetic dreams, healing, wealth, and invisibility. Magical uses. Placed beneath the pillow, heliotrope induces prophetic dreams. This is especially useful when you have been robbed. 
the thief will appear in a dream, and then you'll have their identity. That's pretty handy. Heliotrope is used in exorcism, incenses, and mixtures, as well as healing sachets. When placed in the pocket or purse, it attracts wealth and money. Also, ring green, ring green candles and burn down the socket. To become invisible, fill a small horn. To become invisible, small fill a small horn with heliotrope. Or carry in your actions and movements, so shall not attract attention. Now, I don't think that you actually get physically invisible. They probably just don't notice you. Alright, so moving on to our tarot card of the week. I know which one I'm doing. I just want a picture of it. It is the magician, and it is associated with communication. So let me bring up my resource, and once again, I am getting this from Betty Tarot. So some key words, and as a reminder, I don't read reverse, but I'll go over it with you. So upright, the keywords for manifestation resourcefulness, power, inspired action, and reverse or manipulation, poor planning, and untapped talents. Now, this is part of the major arcana, is the next one in order after the fool. This is number one, as in the fool was number zero. So, the no, this is, magician card is numbered one. The number of new beginnings and opportunities and associates with the planet of Mercury. He stands with one arm stretched upwards towards the universe and the other pointing down to, to the earth. His positioning represents the, his connection between the spiritual realms and the magical realms. The magician uses this relationship to create and manifest his goals in the physical realm. He is the conduit that converts energy into matter. And it's the magician's robe is white, symbolizing purity. His cloak is red, representing worldly experience and knowledge. On the table in front of him are the four symbols of the tarot suits, a cup, pentacle, sword, and wand, each symbolizing one of the four elements, water, air, earth, and fire. There's also a sign that he has all the tools and elements he needs to manifest his intentions into being. Above, or above his head is the infinity symbol, and around his waist is a snake biting its own tail, both of which signal that he has access to unlimited potential. And in the foreground is an array of foliage and flowers, symbolizing and the blossoming and fruition of his ideas and aspirations. So, as a master manifester, the magician brings you the tools, resources, and energy you need to make your dreams come true. Seriously, everything you need right now is at your fingertips. You have the spiritual fire, physical earth, mental, air, and emotional water resources to manifest your desires. And when you combine them in the energy of the spiritual earthly realms, you will become a manifestation powerhouse. A key is to bring these tools together synergistically so that the impact of what you create is greater than the separate parts. This is alchemy at its best. And it's a good time, when, when you draw the magician, it's a good time to move forward on the idea you've recently conceived. The, the seed of potential is there, and you are being called to take action and bring it to fruition. And everything that you have gathered along your life path 
have led you or to where you are now and you are about ready or you are ready to turn your ideas into reality you're about to manifest it but to do that you must have a clearer picture of what you want to manifest and why before you act and if you aren't clear about what you want to do or why it, the magician calls on you to take inspired action and focus on it in concentration to bring it to fruition and, and be committed to it. So if it's reverse, it shows that you are just exploring what you want to manifest, but you're not taking action yet. You are uncertain and remind you to stay in tune with your intuition. And it, if you're already acting, it could be symbolizing that you're struggling to see progress or success. And basically, the you're not there yet, but you're getting there and you're struggling and having a rough go of it. At its worst, the reverse magician signifies greed, manipulation, and trickery. You may be masterful at manifesting, but if you're out of touch with your higher self, you may only do it for your personal gain and at the expense of others. Sometimes you may fall in this trap unintentionally, and if your goals are not coming to fruition or something feels off, tune into that and ask yourself if you're working from... For the highest good or solely for your own benefit. If you're reading, and it says here, if you have a career reading, Magician Reverse shows that you have many skills, talents, and capabilities, but your real potential is not being maximized. All right, and that was the Magician for the, the weekly tarot card. Now, if you have suggestions, stories, would you need? Anecdotes or what have you, you can email me at the at cornfedwitch at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I also have a Patreon and an Etsy shop at cornfedwitch. Go ahead and check that out. Once again, my name is Sarah. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you have a blessed week.